The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Apatria, joined by my good buddy, Chuck Manzlack, here to break down this wonderful Sunday, February 21st card for you guys. Got two slates to talk about here. Uh, nice little showdown slate, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time game, Celtics Pelicans. And then we have a nice little seven-game card following that. I uh, love those seven-game cards. Six six to eight, I, I consider my, my, my fun zone. That's what I enjoy the most. But uh, nonetheless, Chuck, it's been a week. How are you doing, brother? Oh, I'm doing good, Mike. Everything's good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm living the dream out here, man. Uh, you know, doing uh, doing the best. We've been hit, hit by snow all week in yeah. Connecticut. So, uh, you know, day by day, shoveling the car out, and uh, you know, still 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 doing the work truck up there about an hour away. But you know what? Uh, it's the DFS I look forward to. At the end of the day, I know when I come home, I I take my work uh, my work clothes off and I put on the slippies and the uh, the pajamas, man, and I'm I'm grinding in some DFS and I'm enjoying myself. So that's been my little getaway from the snowstorm. Uh, but man, we got a, we got a nice little card on our hands here that I'm, I'm excited to talk about. I look forward to our shows. These weekend shows are just a little bit easier than the weekday ones, you know, a little less stress knowing I don't have to work the next day. I can spend a little bit more time breaking down the slate. Uh, but before we jump into anything, quick shout out to our presenting sponsor, my bookie, the best betting site and platform out there in the business guys. If you haven't already checked them out, go over to there. Check out mybookie.ag. That's the site, mybookie.ag. And when you sign up on your initial deposit, if you use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, you get a 50% deposit match on up to $1,000. So what does that mean? That means if you put in $1,000, you get $500 for free to play with. And hey, listen, uh, if you were following the, uh, the news sharply tonight, right when Steph Curry got rolled out, if you did a uh, you know an in-game bet right there, you still could have got the Hornets uh, as as a as a dog. Um, that was very possible. So there's a lot of things that you could take advantage of. And I'm saying this recording this night before the game's not even done yet. Um, my luck, I'm, I'm I'm probably completely jinxing them. Uh, but they were a severe dog, uh, 98 to 100 right now. They're still they're actually losing. But hey, listen, I would still take that bet right now. Good live bet to take. But go over there, guys, at mybookie.ag, and that's where you should place it. It's the only betting site I use, the only one I trust, the number one trusted source for your betting needs, and their customer service is absolutely fantastic, guys. So go check them out. And while you're out there, check out Manscaped. Uh, Another one, HoopBall20 is the promo code. You use that. You get 20% off plus free shipping. You may be wondering, uh, you know, I I got a lot of this stuff already. Uh, But you don't have this stuff specifically geared towards the male grooming needs. That's the difference. Everything is built specifically for a purpose with their products, and they are all fantastic. Fast charging, waterproof. They have the guards, no clips, the best. Get that perfect package kit. You get the lawnmower 3.0. You get the conditioner. You get the toner. You get a little bit of the body wash. You get the travel kit. You get the boxes. You get a little bit of everything. It is the perfect, perfect travel kit when you're traveling, or it's a nice gift. Nonetheless, guys, check out Manscaped. Use that promo code HOOPBALL20. All right, Chuck, we got a nice little showdown slate we'll dive into to begin with. 3.30 Eastern Standard Time game. We have the Celtics traveling to New Orleans, take on the Pelicans. 
as far as injury news is concerned in this one, we definitely have to monitor it. We definitely have some. Uh, they have yet to uh, completely release the injury report, but for what we have right now, it's Romeo Langford, Marcus Smart out, Stephen Adams being considered questionable on the other side for the Pelicans. He missed that last game. We saw Willie Hernan Gomez start for him. But we'll start with the Celtics team, Chuck. I'll pass it over to you. Showdown slate. We got a lot of options on the Celtics team between Brown, between Tatum, between uh, Walker. Are any of these three guys rounding out to be your captain? Yeah, I think out of the top three, uh, these three big dogs here, I'm looking at Kemba Walker for captain at showdown. Um, cheaper of the three. Um, I think when you're going with there, he just had a season high 28 points. So um, safe at the captain. And while you're putting him in there cheaper than the other two guys, you're able to fit more bigger dog, especially on the other side of the ball in that showdown lineup. So I'm looking at Kemba for uh captain spot. Um, I also think over Tatum and Brown in this matchup, um, the Pell's defense is awful on every side of aspect of the ball, but I'm going to go with Ingram. Uh, what's he at on the showdown slate? He's at 14 one. So um, $600 cheaper than Zion here. So I think Ingram on that side of the ball, but yeah, it's going to be Brown Kemba, I'm also looking at Time Lord just because he doubled fantasy points in minutes he put up, 16 minutes and 32-plus fantasy points that last game. So um, he's one of the cheaper guys here. So I'm looking at Robert Williams, maybe some Tice, uh, Kemba at Showdown, uh, Captain there, and Jalen Brown. Yeah, I can't fault you. I mean, listen, um, I'm probably going to look to get two of these Two of these high-priced Celtics in my lineup, uh, whether it's you know Tatum being my number one option, it's going to be hard to get him in the captain spot and still be able to afford some of these other guys I like. Uh, I like the price of both Brown and Walker. It's not very often that we see Brown only $200 more. There is the little slight concern. He's been questionable. Uh, you know, Danny Ainge has expressed his concern with his knee tendonitis right now, saying that it, you know, it is worrisome uh, down the stretch. So I don't expect them to push Brown. I don't expect him to be the same guy that we were seeing with Kemba off the floor. Uh, but still, it's a great matchup. Like you said, New Orleans just bleeds points all over the place. So for the $200 difference, I'd probably just prefer Brown just ever so slightly. But I, I wouldn't. You know, it's it's splitting hairs at that point. And then I think you're right. Attacking the front court is probably the way to go. Uh, Time Lord, great option. Uh, just knowing that he can get it done in limited minutes with his defensive abilities. He's a great point per minute guy. Shoots great percentages, even from the line. Uh, and then maybe even if you want to look at Tyson Thompson, I wouldn't mind either one. If Steven Adams sits, the front court is definitely, <clears throat> excuse me, much more vulnerable, and that's where we're looking. Yeah. Uh, on the on – the, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go you ahead. Off. No, <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm ready to shift gears. You got me all excited, especially I, I, <laughs> you got talking about Ingram over there before. Um, so I was ready to go jump right over the New Orleans side of the ball. Um, if, if you're ready, I don't know if you had something else you wanted to throw in there real quick. No, no, keep... good. I'm on that side too with you. Go for it. <laughs> all right, man. So uh, shifting gears, you know, it's it's tough not to look at Zion in this one. Uh we always talk about attacking this front court, and he's probably my favorite option in this game. So I, for everything I said about Tatum, I do prefer him as my favorite Celtic. But if I'm spending up on anyone in this slate and uh, on this showdown, it's Zion. Uh, you know, just attacking this Boston front court is the way to go. This guy's been playing absolutely unreal. Uh, over the last 30 days, he's been playing like that guy that everybody thought he would be after his early season struggles. He's even he's shooting much better from the line, which is super important from Zion, where we know that's the guy that gets most of his production done in the paint. We want to be able to know that he can knock down these free throws at at least a decent clip. So uh, I have some interest in Zion. He's probably my you know top option. By no surprise, most expensive. I do not think I will have so much Ingram. I don't fault you for it. Uh, I just prefer Zion. And when push comes to shove, we have to make some difficult decisions on this uh, on this card. And 
You know, I'm not trying to necessarily attack the Boston Wings if I can attack them in the front court. And then I don't mind even looking at some Lonzo Ball. Um, he's probably my second-tier option. So, I'll, you know, I'll fade the Ingram. I'll play some ball. No Marcus Smart on the other side of Boston. I still have no problem attacking Kemba Walker. And then Hernan Gomez, you can't go wrong with Hernan Gomez. If Steven Adams is ruled out, he's going to be, you know, probably everyone's favorite captain play. Uh, he's going to be the guy that allows you to afford everybody else, and he'll be the chalk. So in cash, absolutely, no problem doing it. And uh, GPPs, I'd probably look, uh, you know, elsewhere, uh, maybe even towards a guy like, you know, Hart, if you wanted to get something at a very similar price tag with a slight pivot. Yeah, I'm uh, like I said, I'm on the other side with you. You're taking Zion. I'm on uh, Ingram just because that $600 difference it makes a big difference on these showdown slates. So um, I'm I'm going to be going with Ingram and like you said, Hernan Gomez. Um, and that's really it on this side of the ball. But yeah, I'm going to be taking most Celtics with those two guys. All right, buddy. We'll move on to the main card, the fun stuff. Yeah, I mean the showdowns are fun, but I, I generally don't, I keep it very transparent. I don't play too many showdowns if I know there's a nice main card with a seven game card. I probably won't have as much action in that showdown. I may throw a lineup in there just because I'm a degenerate and I want something to follow while I'm still researching for the 7 o'clock games. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I prefer to invest more in these bigger in these bigger cards with uh, a little less variance, I guess you can call it. But OKC, traveling to Cleveland, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Uh, should be a good one. Should be a good one just because anytime we see these two you know teams that are struggling but uh, still stay competitive on a, on a nightly basis, go at each other. Uh, for the Cavs, Matthew Delavadova ruled out. I believe he's actually getting an emergency appendectomy. He was also dealing with a concussion, if I'm not mistaken. Andre Drummond still sitting out. Kevin Love out. Larry Nance, Torian Prince ruled out. For the Thunder, George Hill has been ruled out. Trevor Reza will never, ever play for this team, so don't be surprised. He will be traded by March 25th. You can pretty much book that or bought out at the very least. Uh, and then a lot of the guys like, uh, you know, Alex uh, Pojewski, Ty Jerome, uh, they're in the G League. So we don't need to worry about them too much for a little while. But I'll pass it over to you. Looking at this OKC team, you know, this is, uh, this is a team that they stay competitive. They're scrappy. They hang into most games. But this is a game that they could actually win. So any interest on any guy on this uh, side of the ball? Oh, man, it's tough to take any of these guys right now. Shea just coming off that awful game. Uh, it's one of the worst games of the season. Just shot three for 12 from the floor, one for seven from three. Just trying to get, still get his legs back from that left knee spring. Uh, I think I'm going to stay away from him here. And I, I think uh, Horford's going to be my guy here on this side. Um, just 6,400. Uh, just uh, I think he's in a good matchup here. But I, I, other than that, that's pretty much it on this side. I don't mind Shea as much, uh, to be honest. You know, I, I, you know, I get it. I get your your concerns with the injury, um, but even when he did come back, that first game that he came back, he he, he played well. Uh, you know, he, he did shoot six to fourteen. He played well. Uh, that was a struggle from the floor. It was a tough matchup against Milwaukee. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. This is kind of one of those matchups where I wouldn't trust him in cash, but we know Shea's got that tournament appeal where he has that fifty point upside. Cleveland's backcourt does not scare me away with Sexton and Garland. Uh, you know, you could look at the, you know, the oppose, uh, opponent rank on DraftKings. It'll say it's third. It's not third. Uh, that's not real. Uh, so do not phase that. This is a completely different matchup as well. No Andre Drummond anymore. Jared Allen's the better defender. Uh, I expect more teams to take advantage outside of the paint. Uh, and then I'm with you. Al Horford's another great option as well. You can't go wrong with Al Horford. He's just been uh, a new man ever since he had his kid. Um Strangely enough, it's always a narrative that we can get away with for one game. But for Al Horford, we've been able to use it for quite some time. He struggled from the floor in the last one. 
Uh, two for nine from deep, but this is a good bounce back spot. I, I don't mind looking at Horford at 6,400 in here as well. And those are probably the two main options uh, that I'm going to be looking at. If you want to take an option or a stab at some of these ancillary guys like Diallo, um, wouldn't mind it. But uh, even like a Maladon at 45, he's probably a solid, nice little value. He's going to have that you know starting shooting guard role, probably even when George Hill returns. But I'm done looking at the guys like Isaiah Roby and Kendrick Williams, uh, even Lou Dort, you know, Diallo. A lot of that value is gone. Uh, with all these guys back in the starting lineup, the usage is going to get funneled through Horford. It's going to get funneled through Shea. And there's going to be a little bit to pick up from these other guys. But we're still paying a premium for them. So, you know, honestly, I wouldn't even look at any of them uh, in cash or GPP. But I'll slide it over to you on the Cavs side of the ball. I just touched on Jared Allen, 7,100. But he has that starting role. It's a pretty solid matchup. Is it somebody you can look at? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to look at him. He's, he's 7,100. It's tough on his eight-game slate. Um yeah, what is his eight games now, right? Yep. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll have to have him. Um, I, I do like some other guys on the Cavs side here. With Prince out, I mean, just Chetty Osmond, 5,500. I think he's just uh, hitting value Why Prince is out, and he's just a solid play here. Um, Isaac Okoro, 4K, um, playing pretty good, especially with Prince out. He's just uh, been getting minutes anyway. He's just getting another bump with, with him out as well. Um, and they're really playing that first round pick uh, and pretty good now. And he, he's taking advantage of it. Um, I think for value on this side, like you said, Allen, but uh, I think if Allen could get in foul trouble or, you know, as you know, something goes wrong with him, McGee at 3,800, um, didn't he 20 plus fantasy points that last game and just, you know, just the little minutes he gets. So I think uh, take a stab and you need somebody at 3,800. There's not much great value on the slate under 4k unless other, some more news opens up, but um yeah, I guess those three guys I'll be looking at here, and just McGee for like a tournament play uh, value play. Awesome. No, it's good. It's good points when you talk about Osmond Okora. Both those guys make uh, you know sense if you need the value. I don't play enough Osmond. Uh, I probably should play more. He, he plays well, especially when he gets the minutes. He's a guy that's not afraid to get a shot either, and he could definitely step up in a little bit of rebounding as well. Windler's been getting some minutes too. Not a guy I want to go to. He hasn't been shooting well from the field, but it's worth mentioning. Uh, he's been playing you know mid twenties minutes. A guy that nobody would look for. Basically only a GPP option. Super low ownership, I expect. But my main option, Jared Allen, I think, makes a ton of sense in cash. 7,100. He's been smacking that out of the park pretty much ever since uh, Andre Drummond bounced. Uh, past two games, he's averaged about 40 DK points. So 7,100. No problem there. We'll move on to the next one. Another dumpster fire game. I love it. Minnesota Timberwolves traveling to New York. Take on the Knicks. Uh, this This one should be... Should be juicy, man. Anytime we see the Timberwolves on the slate, we got we know we got some value. For the Timberwolves, Jared Allen, or I'm sorry, Jared Allen, Jared Culver, uh, D'Angelo Russell, both ruled out. Uh, and Mitchell Robinson, only injury to be concerned with, he uh, is out with his right hand fracture, still dealing with that. Uh, for this game, we actually do have a game total. Uh, I didn't mention it for the first one because we didn't. 216 game total. Knicks favored by two and a half points in this one. I'll pass it over to you, Chuck, to talk about the Timberwolves. Yeah, um, that last game, Malik Beasley, it was a little tardy. So uh, Jada McDaniels um, ended up stepping up 31 minutes, got 37 minutes the game before that. Um, at his price, he seems to be, uh, you know, exceeding value there. And it, it looks like, you know, just where the Timberwolves at in the standings right now, they should be playing him more. So I expect him to to definitely get at least 25 plus minutes in this one as well. Um, so yeah, him at 3,700, is a good play. Um, Anthony Edwards, they're going to keep playing him. His salary's down a little bit too. So, um, I think he's in a good spot as well. Just showing up, uh, every night now. And, uh, uh, I guess that's it on this side of the ball though. 
Yeah, I really like that McDaniel. I mean, I've been I've been tooting McDaniel's uh, horn for a while. I've been waiting for this guy. I, I figured he would eventually be their starting four. It just makes the most sense. He offers a a flexibility to their game that they didn't have in their lineup. He's one of their best three point shooters, and he's slightly uh, an above average defender for a guy of his size and stature. He can even play the power forward position. So. Uh, I do like it. I wouldn't expect, you know, huge ceiling from a guy like that, but 3,700, nice little cash floor. Probably looking at if he plays 30 minutes, at least 20 points. I think his ceiling on a good block night can be probably like, you know, 28 to 30. Uh, also, you know, a couple other guys you touched on, Edwards. Um, you know, I probably prefer Rubio for just $100 more at this point. Uh, you know, we had a bet down game that last one against Toronto, but the game prior, it, you know, stepped up. 20 points, 13 assists, 47 and a half DK points. And the game prior to that, about 30. So at 6K, gives us a nice solid floor when we know he's getting all that starting point guard role. And bottom line, he's going to have to be a little bit more aggressive. And you can't go wrong with Carly Anthony Towns at 9 D500. There's a couple other guys I'd rather spend up on. But, you know, the Knicks, it's a good matchup. Solid matchup. Could be better. Going against his old coach, Tibbs. So who knows? Yep. All right. That's it. That's it for me. We'll slide over to the Knicks side of the ball, though. Uh, I'll, I'll lead us off here on the Knicks. Julius Randle, 9,400. Uh, fantastic matchup. We already know that. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the dude's been an absolute tank. Earned an all-star spot. He's a little up and down at 9,400 again. I'm not going to fault you for it. He's one of those guys where if I happen to land on him, uh, after I get all my value in, if I have the money to spend on him, I don't mind it. Uh, this feels like the matchup you should go out of your way and play him, but I'm just not going to do it. Uh, there's a few other guys I'd rather spend up on that we'll get to in these later games. I keep saying it, but push comes to shove. You know, you got you to gotta cut guys out of your player pool. You got to be honest with yourself and say, I like this guy more than this guy. So we'll never recommend guys that we're not playing ourselves. And uh, as at this very moment, I do not see myself having too much Randall, but that may change. Uh, Nerlens Noel is another guy. Obviously, if this guy's going to continue to play 30-plus minutes, his defensive ability, great cash floor. 4900 he's pretty much smacking that for cash every day. And he does have some tournament appeal. We know that Carl Anthony Towns is nothing special defensively. And that's it. These guards are stay away from now that there's so many of them. Yeah, I'm just looking at, like you said, Noel. He's, he's up a little bit on his price, but I expect him to, to, to do a little better than he's been doing. R.J. Barrett, um, he was in a slump for a while, last two games. Uh, last game was a blowout, but... Um, He's been he's been improving uh, double digit scoring points um, last two games um, and his salary's down actually fifty four hundred and he's been doing better since the slump so uh, fifty four hundred R J Barrett and like you said I'm staying away from Randall too with this late. All right, we'll move on to the next one. Detroit Pistons traveling to Orlando. Take on the Magic. In this one, we have the Pistons: Blake Griffin, Killian Hayes. Jalil Okafor all ruled out. DeLon Wright is doubtful. He's dealing with that right abductor strain. Uh, looks pretty bad. I would expect DeLon Wright to miss a fair amount of time, maybe like a couple, uh, couple weeks, a week or two. On the Magic side, Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz, Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, Kareem Maine all ruled out. On this Detroit side of the ball, no DeLon Wright. Dennis Smith Jr. at 4K. Could we play him? Yeah, I mean, you, you would expect he's definitely going to get some more usage and some extra minutes than he's been getting. So, yeah, 4K, why not take a stab at him? Yeah, that's the thing. It's 4K. We talked about some of these other guys. where We're not talking about their floors and their ceilings. <clears throat> a lot of these guys that we talked about under 4K don't necessarily have a ceiling. I'm not saying Dennis Smith Jr. is a 50-point guy, uh, but he put up 23 going go for seven. You know, I don't expect three blocks and three steals every single game. That's That's pretty much out of the norm, but – 
you know, he's, he's pretty much going to have to play big minutes. You know, they brought him in to see what he has. Uh, no, no DeLon Wright. You know, Derek Rose shipped off. I would expect probably around a 30-minute roll for this guy. So 4K, I have no issues looking at him. Uh, he's going to probably be fairly chalky. I don't think, you know, a lot of people are going to, uh, you know, go away from that value. I expect a fair amount of ownership to, to be his way. But, you know, outside of that, I'm not really looking at Grant. Um, I'm generally pretty much on Grant. I don't, I don't think this is the matchup for him, though. Not the one I want to target. And that's not bad or anything. I just don't expect it to be necessarily um, a really high-scoring game or anything like that. Uh, right now, it's coming in at a 209 game total with Orlando being favored by one and a half points. So there's not a lot of guys I'm, I'm I'm looking to attack. If you wanted to take a stab at Josh Jackson or Sadiq Bay, both those guys are priced fairly at this point. So I don't think there's a ton of value left, but I, w- I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I'm also looking at Wayne Ellington, 3,400, uh, coming off 21.3 DK points, 10 points. Um, in 28 minutes, I expect him to get 28, if not more, um, and this one with DeLon out. So, uh, yeah, him and Josh Jackson, like you said. Um, but, yeah, Wayne Ellington, 3,400. I'm sure he's going to hit that value. That's a good call. Yeah, great call, 3,400, especially because we, uh, we we talked about some guys at that 37, 38. But, hey, you know what? You may need the extra 400 bucks. Orlando side of the ball, though. Uh, talk about it, Chuck. Who are you looking at over here? Oh, Fournier coming off that great game. Looked great after all these back spasm problems. Um, just came out against Golden State and kind of killed it. Um, yeah. So, uh, what do you have? 47 plus fantasy points, but 6,300. I like him. I, Vooch just had a great game. 10 3. That's a lot for, for this slate. There's some other big dogs here. So, I'm going to stay away from him. And I'm just really looking at Fournier here. Yeah, I don't mind Fournier. The other guy I'm really looking at would be Michael Carter Williams. Uh, you know, pretty much has that point guard job secured. Even when Cole Anthony gets back, it's going to be hard for him to wrestle it away. Really struggles from the field. We know Michael Carter-Williams does a lot wrong, but he does a lot right as well. If his shot ever ever does fall, you know, over the past three games, the guy's pretty much shooting about 28%, not even. Uh, we're looking at a good game because he's going to chip in the assists. He's going to get the rebounds. He gets the defensive numbers. He's long. It's a good matchup. Dennis Smith Jr., there's a big size disadvantage uh, for him in this matchup, so... I wouldn't mind looking at Michael Carter-Williams at 5,500. He does have some tournament appeal, a little less viable in cash. And then keep an eye on uh, Chumo Kiki. Uh, this guy looks good. Bottom line, he's been injured early on in the season. They're, they kind of started to ramp his minutes up. They started Ken Birch that last game. But, uh, you know, they came out and said that with Ken Birch playing against Vucevic, it just helps him defensively. But they're really missing a lot on offense. Uh, Chuma's been shooting great from deep for him. He's not shy to shoot. He looks like he's very NBA-ready, 3,700. I wouldn't mind taking a stab. It's not a great matchup, so maybe, you know, even wait on a game. But it's someone to keep in the back of your mind uh, if you need that value. Next game, fourth game of the slate, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game, last of the 7 o'clock games, Philadelphia traveling to Toronto. Take on the Raptors in this one for the Sixers. We have Shake Milton, Ben Simmons, both being considered probable. Looking like they're both going to play. And for the Raptors, Kyle Lowry is doubtful. So a little bit of a uh, little bit of news over there. They'll probably continue to play small. It's going to be a tough matchup for them to do that in, though. So we'll have to see. Start off with the Sixers over here. I'll pass it over to you, Chuck. Um, some guys just going up on salary on this side of the ball since Simmons been out. Um, but that's because Simmons been out. Um, Tobias Harris just up to eighty six hundred. Just gonna have to take a hard pass on him. Um, that's a big salary bump from his seventy nine hundred. Uh, ten nine. Another reason why I'm passing up on Vooch over there on that last game. Um, who's gonna stop him here? Um, unless something just goes awfully wrong. But I, I just do not see Toronto stopping this guy and him just 
putting up a, some kind of similar game than he did last game. So, yeah, I'm looking at Embiid. Um, and I guess I could take a stab at Dwight Howard at 3,700. Just another tournament play like that McGee play. Um, same reason why. All right. I, I honestly, I don't mind Embiid. I uh, wouldn't. That last game was unreal, man. Uh, believe me, anytime I see Ben Simmons is rolled out, I'll have some shares of, uh, you know, my boy Embiid. But you're right. He should absolutely dominate the price tags at 10-9. I expect a lot of people to go to him. It's tough when we have Joker on the same slate. You know, he's the guy that we'll get to in a, in a minute where I kind of prefer him over Embiid in this matchup. But I wouldn't fault you if you wanted to look towards Embiid. Nonetheless, you're right. Toronto really has nobody that they can guard. And they'll try Baines probably to start. That won't work. He'll get into foul trouble. Uh, then they'll try Boucher. That won't work. He's too small. It's going to be a difficult matchup for them all around. So, hey, listen, they're both great plays. You can't go wrong. It's splitting hairs when we talk about them. And he's pretty much the only guy I'm looking at on this side of the ball. On the Toronto side, though, uh, you know, like I said, they're going to continue to probably play small here. It's not going to be the easiest matchup for Siakam at 7-9. He's been playing excellent. Do you have any uh, interest in him in this matchup? Last time they faced off, he averaged exactly one DK point per minute. So uh, that would make him a negative play in that kind of aspect. Yeah, I'm staying away from the wings on uh, on the Toronto side here. I'm definitely going to pass on uh, Siakam here. Um, looking more on the, the Norm Powell, uh, 6,900 up on his salary, but just uh you know with the Sixers D on that side um definitely Norm Powell and and maybe some OG because Van Bleed's at 8200 he's just been putting up 30 fantasy points right now and I mean I know what he's capable of but I'm just definitely gonna stay away from Van Bleed there probably more Norm Powell and take a couple stabs at OG yeah OG is probably the main guy I can see using but I don't even have a ton of interest in him to be honest I don't this game is one that I'm not too interested in. Uh, it's weird. It's going to be a great real-life basketball game. We, we're going to like to watch it. Uh, two of the most competitive teams in the East. But for fantasy, I think that with these other options and these other games that we have available, uh, it being a seven-game slate, I'll probably take a hard pass on most of these guys. Yeah. On the Denver and Atlanta. So Denver's traveling to Atlanta in this one. Uh, should be one that I have some interest in. The Hawks. Well, Jan Bogdanovich, Chris Dunn, DeAndre Hunter, Rajon Rondo, all ruled out for the Nuggets. P.J. Dozier, Jermichael Green, Gary Harris, Paul Millsap, and Greg Whittington are ruled out. This game's coming in at a 224, or two, I'm sorry, 228 game total. Denver's being favored by three. So, one of the highest game totals that we have released uh, for this seven-game card, except for that, you know, obviously, the, the big shebang that we'll get to next but I'll lead off here, man. I already talked about it. Jokic and B, they're very similarly priced. Who do I prefer? I prefer Jokic in this one. Uh, you know, anytime Embiid is just crushing it, I expect a lot of ownership. Now that they're the same price tag, give me the guy that basically triple doubles on a nightly basis. It's a fantastic matchup, up pace uh, tempo for them. Guys night in and night out, 60 points. So I'll take Jokic at 10-8. I'm not paying that price tag for Jamal Murray. He's up to 8-6 now. I'll take a hard pass over there. Uh, the only other guys I have interest in would be Will Parton and MPJ. Both of those guys, you know, they're going to have to step up in this one. I'm expecting a fairly close game. No Gary Harris. We should see significant minutes from Barton and Porter Jr. They're definitely both in play. And if you wanted to take a stab at these guards between Monte Morris and Compasso, I prefer Morris. Compasso's been playing great. Uh, plenty of minutes to go around, but, you know, Morris is definitely the more stable guy. Don't think we need to go to either one of them, though. 
Yeah, I'm right there with you. Same thing. Michael Porter Jr., 5,900. Will Barton, 5,200. And, yeah, Jokic, if I'm not taking Embiid in that lineup, I'm taking Jokic in the other. So, um, yeah, with uh, Millsap and Jermichael Green both ruled out, yeah, those two guys. And Jokic is always in play. Absolutely. Uh, and again, we'll probably see a fair amount of Michael Porter Jr. at power forward. You'll see a little uh, Zeke Naji, but not somebody I'm looking at on DFS. On the other side of the ball, Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young's been balling out as well, 9,700. Any interest? Yeah, I, I I like Trey here. I think he's in a good spot. 9,700, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be him or Kyrie who we'll talk about. But, um, yeah, at that rate, um, you know, at that salary, just uh, against Denver, somebody's going to have to be scoring here. I, I think Jokic is going to try to contain Capella more. Um, so I think Trey's going to have more of a green light to kind of go off in this matchup. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind Trey. Um, I think he makes for a GPP pivot, like you said. I think a lot of people will go towards these, some of these other options. You know, spending up on the centers that we talked about, or going to that Brooklyn LA game. Uh, so he definitely makes sense for you know GPPs as far as a pivot. Is he the smash cash you know guy that we want to spend up on? Probably not. But it's Trey Young. We know he's got that explosiveness. And now, uh, looking at the front court, Capella, John Collins. I don't mind John Collins in this. We just talked about how banged up that front court is. If he does see a fair amount of time over there on Michael Porter Jr., we've kind of seen what his defense looks like on a nightly basis. It's not pretty. John Collins down to a nice little price tag at 6500 He looks like he's pretty much secure at 30 but we know it's John Collins. He has an upside. I think this is one of those upside matchups. Don't trust him as much in cash, but definitely a guy I'm looking at in tournaments. Outside of that, I'm not really taking uh, any any shots on this, you know, wing roulette between Reddish, Werder, and Gallinari. I'd rather pass on all three of them. But if you wanted to, I don't mind it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pass too, unless I just have like 5K laying around. I'll take a shot at Cam Reddish. But uh, yeah, very low shares. More on the Trey Young, and yeah, I'll take some Collins shares for sure. But yeah, that's about it. All right, moving on to the juice, uh, the sauce, as some would say, the Brooklyn Nets traveling to LA take on. The Clippers games coming in at 240 game total. Yeah, 240. Clippers favored by five. A lot of scoring expected to happen in this one. A lot of studs to choose from in this one. So, again, we talked about some of those guys, you know, Vucevic, Towns, uh, you know, even even some of those bigs that we mentioned. And they, they might have to take a back seat. We're going to have to have some exposure to this game, especially if it's a close one. We'll start with this Brooklyn Nets team. Uh, actually, I guess we, we probably should start with the injury report. Uh, obviously, we know Kevin Durant still out as well as Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Mon Shumpert, Reggie Perry, both ruled out. Tyler Johnson is questionable as well as Nick Claxton. So keep an eye on Claxton. Uh, a guy I had my eyes on, I was really excited about once we saw that Jared Allen trade because we know that DeAndre Jordan's pretty much washed at this point. So I would expect Claxton to eventually get into that rotation once he's back. It's going to take a little while for him to get ramped up. But they're probably going to sign the Marcus Cousins by you know by the time this podcast is released, so and it will all be for nothing. Uh, that's it. Uh, no injury report yet for the Clippers. We're going to have to wait for that. Pass it over to you. Talk about this Brooklyn team. All right. So yeah, if I'm not taking Trey, I'm looking at uh, Kyrie. Um, I think uh, just uh, he's this is going to be a high scoring game. So, yeah, I'm looking at him. Definitely going to have to have some James Harden here and there to start my lineup and just construct my lineup around, giving me that triple double, uh, you know, upside with those 
those extra points. Um, I guess with uh, Teller Johnson out, that's just gonna. He's not getting many minutes last game. He got twenty two the game before that, but you know that some minutes are gonna go around. I like Land Landry uh, Shamit thirty seven hundred. Good value play. He's hit uh, what he hit eight threes in the past three games. Uh, yeah, uh, eight games. So yeah, that's just a, a good good play. Um, just the way he's playing, and I think TLC you could take some shots. He had a good game last game, five for eight from three. So, uh, but yeah, that's it on the side of the ball. No man, I mean, there's there's concentrated usage here. Uh, there's no surprise where everyone's looking. It's Kyrie, it's Harden. I like both of them, no doubt about it. Obviously, if you have the money, you you spend up on Harden. If you don't have the money, you spend down on Kyrie. That's how my lineups are going to go. We talked about plenty of other point guards that we could choose from. This is a later game. They're probably going to be uh, down in our guard spot anyway. So. See how we see how your lineup shakes out. It comes down to construction. I don't mind either one of these guys. If I had to see, you know, which guy has the best, uh, you know, specific matchup, it's probably going to be Kyrie. But they're going to create for each other. It's going to be it's going to be a good game overall. If I had to pick any of these ancillary options, I had to choose from. You touched on TLC. I probably lean towards Jeff Green, just knowing he's getting the minutes. Uh, and if it's a close game, I expect him to have to be used to stretch the floor a little bit. But we don't need to go there. We don't. Uh, on the Clippers side of the ball, though, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, both are back. Both are expected to – they can expected to play. Uh, both are expensive. 9-5 for Leonard, 9-2 for George – or 9-1 for George. Are you having uh, any exposure to these guys, and do you prefer one over the other? Yeah, I like PG. He's uh, a little cheaper. He's $400 cheaper. He had 27 minutes last game. You know, I expect him in this matchup just to be back to the – uh, you know, that 35, 36 minutes again for this matchup. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking at more Paul George. Uh, Lou's just been on fire, 6,400. Um, they've been playing him more. He's taking more shots. They're giving him the green light to put up more. So, yeah, 6,400, I'll take some Lou. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's going to be like Lou and PG. I'll have Kawhi somewhere, but uh, not not much. So uh, we've been on the opposite side of the coins on the studs, man. And there's no worries when you're talking about Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty much leaning just a little bit more Kawhi, I think, on this one. For only the $400 salary difference. Uh, Paul George still, it was only his first game back. He only played 27 minutes in that last one. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little worried about that toe injury going forward. It was, I believe, left toe edema is what they called it. And it was lack of blood flow to the toe. Uh that didn't sound like something that's necessarily going to go away. It sounds like something they're going to have to manage and throughout the season. So I'm a little worried about the minutes. I'm, I think if it's close, he's going to play as many as he possibly could. But Leonard came out and played big minutes and uh, basically put all that rest in doubt for me in that Utah game. Played 38 minutes. So I expect a, him to play as many minutes as he can handle in this one. I see him getting a double-double. I think if I had to take the uh, you know the over on rebounds for Kawhi Leonard, that I would assume the prop bet's probably around you know eight, eight and a half. I would take the over. I'm expecting a double-double from Kawhi Leonard in this one. If I'm looking at anybody in that under 10K range, you know, avoiding the the Jokic and Beads kind of guys, I think Kawhi Leonard's probably my favorite uh, favorite play under 10K. Uh, and that's it for me. I don't mind looking at Lou Williams. Uh, fantastic matchup. You're right. He has been balling. Uh, but the minutes are going to start to come down. The usage is going to start to come down. But the price is still up. He did shoot well. He shot uh, 8 for 14, 57% in that last one. When we talk about all those good games that Lou Will was having, uh, he was shooting it less than 57%. It was in 33, 40, 45. Uh, a lot of that was just because increased minutes and shot attempts. You know, 18 and 20 and 22 shot attempts before that. In that last one, it was only 14. So 
wouldn't fault you for it, but probably not uh, something I'm going to go towards. I'm, I'm just going to kind of wait for that price tag to come back down to that mid-five range where we were used to seeing it. And then outside of that, I think we could look at Patrick Beverly, just a guy that we always see kind of get up in these in these extra tight matchups against competitive teams where he's going against elite point guards. Uh, we saw it in the last two games against the Jazz. Uh, he put up 25 and 24 DK points, one before that 36. At 4,400, he's crushing that value right there, and I expect him to play – you know, maybe around 25 to 28 minutes in this one. So that's it. I think uh, if I had to pick two of my favorite options, they would be Beverly and Kawhi Leonard. And then I wouldn't even mind if you wanted to take a stab at a guy like Batum. He's back from his concussion. Uh, just a very low usage guy, so not my favorite. All right. We will keep it moving. Last game of the night. Before we get to it, if you guys have a moment, you can give us a thumbs up, a great review, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this. Greatly appreciated. Uh, whether it is Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, you name it. You can listen to it everywhere. You get the notifications. You get the thumbs up. You can leave that five-star review. Say some nice things. It means a lot. Let's us know that you guys uh, you know, appreciate it. You know, We're out here. We're grinding. We're trying to put in our best uh, effort for you guys. Try to get you this as early as possible. It's always an early look podcast, but it's a great way to start your day. So, we appreciate it, and we also appreciate the constructive criticism when it is there as well. So uh, we take it, and we try to bring the best of ourselves the very next day. So Sacramento traveling to Milwaukee. Take on the Bucks in this one. For the Bucks, Jalen Adams out. Drew Holiday still away from the team. Health and safety protocols. The Kings have yet to release their injury report. They are playing right now as we speak. So we'll start with this Kings team. They're traveling. They're playing the Bulls right now. Darren Fox is getting a nice little discount coming into this one. He was 8K against the Bulls today, 7,700 against Milwaukee, a guy that was about 8,600 not too long ago. Uh, any interest? Yeah, no. Uh, just can't do it on this slate. Going to have to pass. <clears throat> can't fault you. I'm right there with you. Uh, good tournament play. I can see the pivot. If this game's close, Fox is going to have a lot to do with it. So I guess it comes down to your build and your construction. If you're looking at Giannis, if you're looking at Middleton, if you're looking at some of those studs over there, then maybe you want to run it back with some Fox just to, you know, in case it stays close. You get 38 minutes out of both those guys. I, I get it. That makes sense. Uh, outside of that, you know, I, I'm probably not looking at a whole lot over here. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, he was ruled out of this one. He's been a game-time decision the last two games. Uh, one would think he's going to suit up. Uh, you know, he's going to be on a minutes restriction. They kind of said if he did play tonight, he'd be on a minutes restriction. So one would think that they sat him tonight just so they could play him tomorrow and he will be limited. That means that white side becomes a less viable option at 4,900. And the same thing with Belizia. Uh Bagley's also on a minutes restriction today. So keep an eye on all this news. We don't have it yet. One of these guys between Bagley, Holmes might get ruled out. We don't know. It might be limited. Um and in that case, it just kind of jumbles up this whole front court and makes none of them great options. So I'm really just kind of looking at some Fox in those tournaments. I wouldn't mind a little bit of Buddy Heald like I talked about. If you're attacking this Milwaukee team, the best way to do it is from the three-point line. He's their best three-point shooter. But just, again, tournament play only at his price tag. He's very up and down. He's never viable for cash. You can't trust him enough for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just all the news over here. Just going to have to wait and, you know, see what opens up. Bagley on that minutes restriction tonight, 23 minutes. He's got 20 points, seven rebounds already um, with that minutes restriction. So he kind of went off in that little time he's he's been getting. Um, yeah, so just going to have to see where who's getting what minutes, who's in, who's out on this side right now. I just really uh, – yeah, like you said, Buddy Heald. I like Buddy Heald just for those threes as well. And when he goes off, he can go off. 
Yeah, and let's uh, one thing worth noting too. I'm glad uh, you know you talked about how great he's playing. It's against the Bulls. Keep that in mind. I'm not taking anything away from Buddy Hield, uh, but a lot of it he's been doing has been able to be played at center as well, not power forward without Rashawn Holmes. They've been sliding him over to center a little bit more. And if we do see Holmes come back and he's playing more power forward than he is center, and he's going against Giannis, maybe something worth avoiding even if he does play. On the Milwaukee side, though, this is a great matchup for him. Uh, you know, talking about it, I expect the spread to be pretty, uh, pretty. I wouldn't say significant, higher than normal, knowing that uh, the Kings are on the second half of back-to-back. Giannis at 11K, never going to fault you, but I already talked about it. My favorite guy, if I'm spending up, it's probably going to be between Harden and Jokic, those being my two top options. Wouldn't fault you for playing Giannis. If I'm looking anywhere, it's probably going to be uh, at my boy Chris Middleton and Dante DiVincenzo. I like playing wings against the Kings. It rhymes. It makes sense. Shooting guards is usually what I target. Both these guys kind of fit that build. Uh, I like both these guys. I'll have shares of both of them. And those would be my two favorite options on the side of the ball. Wouldn't mind mentioning DJ Augustine. He drew the start in that last one, knowing that the Bucks have been struggling over the past few games. They switched it up. He played 32 minutes. He's at 3,800. A great value play to look at. Yeah, I'm with you on know, Augustine too. Definitely, if he uh, if he ends up uh, starting again, but yeah, 3800 either either way, if he does or not, um, been playing pretty good. Brooke Lopez, 4300. Um, sure, maybe Whiteside will be on that other side of the ball. He'll have to be out there. Um, just a good center low option if you need a low center. And yeah, I'm staying away from Giannis as well. Um, if anybody, I'm taking. I'm taking Middleton at 7800. But uh, that's pretty much it in this game. All right, my man. We are done. We're wrapping it home. Thank you guys for listening. Been a great show. If you have a minute, you want to give us a follow on Twitter, we greatly appreciate that. You can find me at Mike Apatra. That is M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Chuck, why don't you let the good people know where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me at Chuck underscore Mans, M-A-N-Z. That's it. You can get us on Twitter if you have any questions. Uh, anytime we always mention it, you want to get us up until the slate, you know, six, 7 PM Eastern standard time, right when that crunch time, all that news is coming out. The best place you can find us is in the discord. Uh, we live in that thing. We got all of our pros in there. We take turns, we rotate, we have shifts, but you'll see us pop in there. Nonetheless, helping you guys out, answering questions, giving our advice, what we're doing, who we prefer. We're talking about the late uh, breaking news, guys getting swapped in, guys getting swapped out, how we're adjusting to the slate, all that good stuff up until lock. So uh, if you want to jump in there, get the DFS pass or the fancy pass, which gets you uh, access to all of our discords. Uh, We also have a lot of behind the scenes articles coming out. My man, man, Chuck, taking care of tomorrow's for you. So you will see a lot of that breakdown in writing as well. And there's a little nuggets in there that aren't in the podcast, too. You know, we get off this show. We, we kind of sit here. We go through a little bit more information. Uh, we break things down a little bit more. It's another avenue of information is what I'm getting at, people. So, guys, check out the Fancy Pass. Check out the DFS Pass. Uh, there is a lot of goodies in there. But that's all we have for you guys. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow. I'll be handling things. Going solo. Brenton's getting the night off. Uh, and that is the shindig. Thank you guys for listening. Go crush some GPPs and cash. See you. This has been a hoop ball presentation.